0: You can absolutely run your business on Sex Panther entirely without, you know, a full 10 minute production level type of content. So I want to highlight these points because I really think it's important to drive home how different your interactions with fans should be on Sex Panther versus whatever fan site platform you're using. Welcome back to On The Horizon. This is Melrose Michaels, I am your host, and I'm here to share what's worked for me in building my adult creator business to try to make building yours just a little bit easier. Let's get into today's episode.
1: Who misses free and affordable ads without the anti-sex work rhetoric? Assembly Four is a team of sex workers and technologists from Melbourne, Australia, aiming to bring back free and fair advertising to the sex work community. They also give back to organizations based in harm reduction, sex work and education stepping away from the clunky design of traditional platforms their platform trist.link is a refreshing and well-needed change in both presentation and mission it's free to join and open to all in the words of an a4 user from the policies to the language to the advice and tips it makes such a big difference to feel supported and encouraged instead of policed
0: Hello everyone. Today's entire space is going to be around Sex Panther and that platform because those are the courses we just released. All five courses are out and available on our YouTube channel so make sure you check those out. I do have some stuff planned that I do want to talk about but I also want to highly encourage everyone who is either you know going through the courses or gone through the courses whatever questions that you have um, kind of bring those into the space so that I can get them answered for you. That's kind of the point of today's course. And also, like I said, I do want to add a little bit of value um, and emphasize some things that are touched on in the courses, but I think could use a little bit more context. So that's what's gonna to happen today. I think that the biggest, you know, fundamental topic that I want to touch on and and why I guess messaging on Sex Panther is so uniquely different than the way creators should be messaging on other platforms like fan sites, for example, is because it's a totally different ecosystem. And that audience is entirely different with different expectations. And I think a lot of creators don't realize that when they first start on the platform. So let me explain a little bit about what I mean by this exactly. When messaging on your fan site, typically it's a really small exchange or a series of small exchanges. So things like asking you know, the fan for tips or asking the fan to tip for a service or a type of content or sending them blocked content like a full length video at you know, a sizable price point. But regardless, on a fan site, you're not necessarily trying to keep f- fans chatting, but rather to make the sale as quickly as possible because your time isn't exactly being compensated for each exchange going back and forth with fans on a fan site. So again, the way I'm kind of trying to explain this is like the faster and more optimized on a fan site you are in the DMs to use as few responses as possible and either sell the service, sell the content, or send the PPV to unlock, that's going to be the optimized way of running DMs on your fan site. And that's kind of what makes Sex Panther so incredibly unique. You're compensated for each incoming message the fan sends you, and that's at a rate that you yourself set. The priority on Sex Panther is generally going to be to keep fans chatting or replying, because with each incoming message, it is compensating your time. This allows for a really authentic exchange between the creator and the fan because you can genuinely build deep relationships on Sex Panther because you don't have to necessarily worry about spending too much time on a fan who isn't tipping or isn't unlocking. And additionally to that, the way that fans are looking to be engaged on a platform like Sex Panther is going to be different than on platforms like fan sites. On fan sites, users are typically looking to unlock full-length content, like videos, say like 10 minutes, 8 to 15 minute range. And these are content pieces that are pre-filmed, you know, produced, edited. Whereas on Sex Panther, the fan base there is typically looking for content that feels very in real time. So as if you just shot it and then you sent it directly to them. And this specific reason is why Sex Panther is such a great platform for creators who don't want to spend too much time producing content because you can absolutely run your business on Sex Panther entirely without, you know, a full 10-minute production level type of content. So I want to highlight these points because I really think it's important to drive home how different your interactions with fans should be on Sex Panther versus whatever fan site platform you're using. So on the fan site that I'm on, for example, I'll get a fan who's inquiring if I have, say, Joi videos. That'll be the example we'll use. And I'd reply to that fan on a fan site DM saying, yeah, hun, I have a ton of those videos. You know, that's actually the kind of content I'm most known for. Let me send you something I know you're going to love. And I'll even discount it for you since you're new on here. That's a little bit of sales psychology. And then I would proceed, of course, to send a locked piece of content to that fan. He would pay to unlock it. And that would pretty much complete the exchange until next time I interact with him or until he replies after watching the content. Now we can take that same example, and we can use it on something like Sex Panther. The fan will add me to their contacts, and then I'll ultimately ask them what they're into, and they'll tell me they love JOIs. So now we're at the same point as the fan with the fan site example. So now, because I'm on Sex Panther instead of the fan site, I would reply to them, you're in luck, you know, JOIs are what I'm most known for, why don't you take out that, you know, cock for me, whatever and show me what you're working with. So why did I do that? Because it's going to cost the user money to send me the dick pic because we're on Sex Panther. So once he does this, I would then give him the next JOI instruction. So maybe I'd say something like, good boy, now I want to see you lather him up with lube and start stroking him for me slowly. Send me a video so I know that you're listening to my instructions correctly. So now this user is sending me a video which costs him even more money. So the point that I'm trying to make is that the interaction should be different depending on how fan behavior differs on the platform. So if I had just sent that fan on Sex Panther a 10 minute JOI video, the exchange would be over. They would have the video, they would come, they would stop replying. But when you start sexting and you're giving them communication slowly and like a drip, and they spend money on every exchange and every reply to you, then, and of course, even more money on the content they sent you, that one JOI video that i could have sent for say like 10.99 if it was a fan site model now that that total price right the 10.99 for the video and maybe the one or two texts they would have sent me on sex panther if i just given them content to unlock say in total that would only make like 13 in revenue right but if i had done it platform specific the way i'm trying to explain then you keep them messaging back and forth for longer and you're requesting content from the fan and you're giving them real-time experience, they've spent probably $10 in messaging and at least $30 in content for me, you know, for the exchange I've described so far, considering the rates that I have. So, and that wasn't even completely for, you know, a complete GOI session. That's just getting started. But you can see how you're extracting more income on Sex Panther for doing a slower back and forth, real-time feeling exchange, as if you were sexting an actual person in real life that you're, you know, flirting with, et cetera. Just doing that real time exchange, nice and slow message at a time and having them pay for the message and pay to send content, this is going to be the difference. And this is why when you're interacting with fans on Sex Panther, it has to be super native to the platform and fundamentally different than how you would do it on a fan site. So I'm hoping this demonstrates that difference. So this is why when creators assume, you know, Sex Panther is just a messaging platform, blah, blah, blah. And they can just have that same type of interaction on their fan site. I think they're actually not seeing the bigger picture because what you have to realize is that users always behave a certain way, depending on what the platform has fostered in relationship to the ecosystem it has. So a really great example to outline this idea on social media is like, why do we post pictures on Instagram, but we don't really post pictures on TikTok, given that's starting to change. TikTok is releasing that function, I know, but for the example's sake... We do this because video is native to TikTok and photos are native to Instagram. Both the creators and the fans are fostered by the platform to behave in accordance with the parameters that are native to the platform. So the same applies when you're approaching different platforms in adult. The way you approach um, a fansite, or like an OnlyFans or insert fansite name you use, that's gonna be a very different behavior than when you approach something like Sex Panther because you as the creator, and the fan on the receiving end is expecting a different type of experience because that's what the platform has been set up to foster, a different type of behavior. So I really think that that's a hugely important distinction to make. And I do want to take a moment here and a brief pause to, to bring up Marilyn, who has a question or a comment, because I think this is a great, great, great place to, um, to emphasize. So Marilyn, what are your thoughts? Let me know what you're thinking.
2: Yeah. Um, first of all, I just want to thank Melrose and her team. Fantastic job on the Sex Panther! Well, oh, <laughs> I reached out. I reached out to Melrose um, out of desperation because I kept recalling hearing about um, Sex Panther, and mm-hmm. I had shied away from it because kind of knew at this, and the texting just really intimidated me. Camming has really intimidated me, but I decided to go full throttle. I'm going to do this full time. So I went live with um, Sex Panther. April 1st and I'm glad you talked about the custom but um I, let me go back a little bit the tip that you made in video five um I kind of tweaked it a little bit and it works like you said you hook some and it reels them in <laughs> and you do make money pretty instantly um so I made a little quick video of you know hey what's your kink? um you know w- when I first see them pop up so when they start trickling in I immediately would send them you know the little Free little video. I gave it to them free, like you suggested, and then just a little, you know, written out version so they could see. And more than half have responded. So that's a huge camming, yeah. So just because I'm so new at camming, and I took your advice on another site, um, I kind of think if you're new to camming and doing a live stream or whatever, some of those others might be good for you because it's kind of boot camp. Because when you get on here, you're right. The 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 people that are on Sex Panther are a totally different vibe. Um, they know exactly what they want, um, and in terms of uh, and you know going back and forth. Now I'm getting paid when I can't sleep at night at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> to reply to. <laughs> yes, no, and it helped pay and it helped pay my electric bills. So um, oh, nice. it was it was a different blessing in the size. But what I wanted to ask real quickly is because um, you know I went through you know did all the pricing with some of the other beautiful ladies that are on here like Ruby and yourself. And um try to, you know, match up, you know, the pricing so I didn't scare anybody away. But uh, one of the persons that I have following me wanted a custom video. So I was going into my OnlyFans mentality of, you know, eight dollars a minute, ten dollars a minute. And I'm like, wait a minute, and then I got confused because I have that on a, you know, my video clip would be you know, 975. Now this person wanted
0: something that I'm embarrassed to say. I had to Google and look up definitions because I didn't know what he wanted. That's okay. I've been doing this 11 years and I still have to do that sometimes.
2: (laughs) And I had to go to Pornhub and figure out how to do it. So he wanted a custom video and I said, all right, well, shoot, I'm not going to bug anybody. I'm just going to say $8 a minute. You know, how long do you want your video? So you're right. The interaction back and forth, ching, ching, ching. And then plus he's like, I think he wanted to fill me out to see if I knew what I was doing. And he said, you know, three minutes. And I'm like, all right. So it was a rainy day. I popped it out for him real quick. And boom, I sent it out. So I will say that all those tips that are in those those um, YouTube videos have worked like a charm. I'm very impressed with the website. Um, I, I, I'm just, I can't wait to see what else I can do. Now, I haven't done the live video and when you talked about the technical side, the, the staff at sex Panther is phenomenal. They answer back. And I don't know, it's like the porn angel out there or something. But <laughs> when I don't know what I'm doing, I just walk away, go, you know, take a chill pill. And then when I come in. but when you do um, get the permission or the, um, the app, it really helps out tremendously. So, you know, I have everything set up. I can see my emails. If somebody's making me a message, I can see because I've got the app on there. So if your phone is on, you leave everything on 24-7 and you can't sleep at night and you roll over and, and you want to pop on your phone. I mean, I, I made like, you know, an extra 50 bucks just doing that in the past couple nights again. And I was stressing out doing camming. That's why I say it's boot camp because I can sit and um, do cam for maybe two or three hours, not knowing what I'm doing, getting beat up by everybody and the brother who want things for free and walk away with $25. Yeah. And Sex Panther was total opposite. So that was my two cents. I just wanted to rain my praise on you all. Many blessings. Thank you so much for all that you do.
0: Oh, I really appreciate that, Marilyn. That's amazing. I'm so like, I've been getting so much great feedback, similar to what you're saying about putting in these tips for the first time, like in the first 24 hours and seeing a huge difference, especially for creators who have been on Sex Panther maybe for a year already. Like there's one girl that um, was in our mentorship, our tiny little mentorship group that we kind of ran and tested and although the mentorship was primarily for her fan site i did touch on you know sex panther with her because she had mentioned she was on the platform and i gave her kind of like the the written doc version of what the courses were going to be i already had it outlined we were already in editing but obviously the courses weren't ready yet and in her first week back on sex panther following you know the course outline of what the videos would become she made more in that first week back active on sex panther than she had in the 3 or 4 years she had already been on the platform combined so like the factors of like the feedback we're getting on the courses and the tips and tricks it's really been amazing cuz i don't think people realize but i've been on sex panther literally since like i want to say the year they started like since like 2013 or 14 or something something crazy because i had stumbled across the platform mainly as a webcam model actually back then the platform had messaged me i want to say on on mfc someone who worked with the platform or knew of the platform i don't know but someone got in touch with me on mfc in a in a email you know mfc mail back then and said hey have you heard about this sex panther thing it's kind of like webcamming and i was just like no let me look into it looked into it they were brand new brand new platform they actually had me on their home page at one time which i always love to laugh laugh at because oh my gosh to go back that picture is horrible i probably did them a huge disservice but <laughs> getting on that platform um it is like boot camp for camming because a lot of the webcam principles apply except you're better compensated per minute of your time whether that is texting in like in a dm form or whether it's actually taking calls and video. I do want to touch on something that you mentioned, because you said that you tweaked the, the free advice about the audio recording. So when you guys are going through and watching these um, Sex Panther, you know, course videos, one of the piece of advice that I give, and this has really helped me tremendously on the platform, is as soon as you get a new contact who adds you, is to send them an audio message for free to price it down to zero and say like, hey, insert username, whatever their username is, you want to say their username to kind of legitimize that it's really you that they're talking to and you're only talking to them it's not a mass message so you say hey you know john doe if that's their username um i am so grateful you added me to contacts and i can't wait to get to know you better something simple sweet takes you less than a second to record and then you send it to them for free because the biggest problem these users have when they're coming to sex panther is their biggest concern or the biggest fear is that the person on the receiving end who's messaging them isn't who they say they are so by sending them that free audio message right off the bat, you're legitimizing yourself as a model, you're legitimizing the platform as being accurate and true and trustable or trustworthy. And it sounds like what you did, Marilyn, was you just increased that credibility by doing it in video format. Um, so that's really good. I will also say that if I'm in a place where I can't record those you know, custom with their username audio messages, I do keep a, a general version of that on hand, saved in my phone. And that one, because it doesn't say their username, it's just a general audio that I can send. But it'll say, hey, thank you so much for adding me. I can't wait to get to know you. Um, What's your name? And it'll leave the open-ended question to try to encourage a reply, which obviously the replies pay me. So I would also suggest if you're using that video format, maybe, Marilyn, to have a general one handy in case you're in a place where you can't record or you can't send it. And that could increase things as well. If you're enjoying this podcast episode so far, please take one moment to share it with another one of your adult content creator friends because you know what the rule is here we do not gatekeep and we want to make as many adult creators businesses as easy as possible and you sharing this episode
1: with them might do exactly that thanks so much in advance i was
2: just going to add that you know because for me you know you got i'm in sales in the real world in the adult corporate world and you 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 got to to sell it you got to feel it so my you know i don't know if i'd be you know hey, tell me your name. I felt comfortable. So my generic was, hey, you know, what's your kink? And just kind of did, you know, the cutesy little video for free, like you said. And the kink question seems to be what's trending and it's getting them to, to react to me and say, this is what I like. You know, I like and I like this. I like that. Or I'm into milfs. I'm into cougars. So, and that's kind of generic. So I didn't have to be bogged down by, you know, Joe Schmo, you know, this is for you. Um, Just because I didn't, I'm not comfortable asking because I kind of feel like on their end, maybe they're just kind of closet porn lovers and they don't really want to say what their name is or I'm calling them out to give me their name.
0: Yeah, no, I think that if that works and you're seeing results with that, you can do that too. I will say I I used to feel really uncomfortable asking for people's names for the same reason, especially because sex mother is a little bit more fetishy of an audience. So people can be a little bit uncomfortable, you know, because we all carry a shame with us, especially sexually, depending on how you're raised, etc., where they may actually be a little bit uncomfortable talking about what they came to talk about kink wise or fetish wise if their name is out there so i get both approaches for sure but i find that well usually when i ask their name they're only giving me a first name it's never a full name and a lot of them if they're uncomfortable giving a name they'll just give a fake one they'll just say i'm john right. or i'm whatever um, but the the use of the name, I'm actually going to talk a little, about a little bit um, later. And you've seen the courses, so you know what I'm going to say. But yeah, I think if it's working, that's great. And I also I just want to touch again on the fact that you said it's bootcamp for camming because another question I got asked in DM, I believe it was on our sex work CEO Instagram was a creator who said, how do you deal with getting nervous when a video call comes in? And this question spoke to my soul because I cannot tell you I still get so freaking nervous when a video call comes in. I don't know why. I've cammed for freaking eight, you know, now 11 plus years. Like, I don't know why it bothers me. It just, I always get paranoid. But there is a a phenomenal book. And if you're listening to this, I definitely suggest you read it. It's a super easy read. It's super short. It's called The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. And you actually, okay, I I encourage everyone to read the book. But the recap is going to be complete. It's a very easy concept. The concept is whenever you're going to do something scary count down backwards to five so five four three two one do the scary thing it's kind of like thinking about a rocket that's about to take off five four three two one take off and this has helped me this this silly book has helped me in so many areas of my life because i get so scared in the simplest situations And you know your brain emphasizes things and puts the spotlight on things like it's such a big deal when it's not so like even at like you know expos like expos or um why not summit or evn whatever it is, like just introducing myself to creators and like saying, hi, I'm Elvis Michaels. Like I panic in those like three seconds leading up to that interaction. So what I do in my head is I'm like five, four, three, two, one, put your hand out, shake their hand. I'm so-and-so. And this is the same way I approach video calls. So like when I'm panicking, the phone is ringing. I'm about to take the call. I'm in my little cam room area, what, ha- what have you. That's what I do. I do five, four, three, two, one, answer the call. Because now once you've just done the scary thing, there's no going back. And now you're in the thick of it and you turn it on, and you get to work. So if you are nervous about that, I did think that was a fantastic question. And a lot of the times as a creator myself, like actively running my business, like all of you, I don't, I don't stop to think about the things I still struggle with, because I'm just, I'm habitually doing them, you know, I, you just you do them anyway. But it doesn't occur to me to speak on those things until one of you gets engaged and like, ask me a question on them. So I'm super grateful that you guys have like, taking the time to engage with us and ask us questions because it, it brings up topics that helps so many more people. So what did you want to add, Alice? I wanted to ask about the book you mentioned um, earlier about the counting down to, from five. Yes. So it's by Mel Robbins, ironically, M-E-L-R-O-B-B-I-N-S. Um, <laughs> R- and I believe it's called Five Second Rule. It's a short read too. You could probably get through it in a day or two, depending like how much time you give it. I also had a question about feed posts. I have trouble with my captions and the
2: vibes with Sex Panther. I'm new to it. So it's not quite the same as like social media or OnlyFans.
0: Yeah, totally. So the biggest thing that I would stress on feed posts for Sex Panther, because you're going to have a variety, right? You'll have some that are unlocked. You'll have some that are locked. Um, You should have some that are just text, written text, um, because the way that they display in the feed is like as if it's a text message which is really neat and really adds a cool vibe um but between the three different types of posts locked unlocked and just text whether that's locked um or unlocked as well is to always include the call to action so that's going to be the most important thing is if the feed post is locked in the feed post caption it needs to say unlock this post that should be the call to action and it has to be verbally said, and that alone will increase your unlocks. So if you're just listening to this, and you maybe you're not a strong copywriter necessarily, even just including the words "unlock this post" will increase your unlocks. Anything beyond that, I would say, is just like extra in terms of like becoming a better copywriter. But um, a really great fallback if you struggle with copywriting and captions in general, this would apply to fan site posts, uh, locked or unlocked, as well as Sex Panther. Would be to use if then statements. So, like, say the the feed post is a locked feed post that's topless. Say, if you unlock this message, then I'll show you my tits if and then. And then you also incorporate unlock this message. So, that's a really great way to go about any kind of feed post on, you know, Fancy or Sex Panther. But the, the biggest takeaway is making sure you have the variety between text locked, unlocked with content. And then making sure you have that call to action. The call to action is the most important part, for sure. Amazing! Thank you so of much. Hi Indigo, you should be able to speak. Hey, how are you? I just wanted to ask, what should we be putting in our bios? Ooh, I love this question. So um, bios for me are such an overlooked, and this is across all platforms, um, such an overlooked point of sale. So a lot of creators forget that when people come to our profiles, or you know, whether that's a fan site profile, a sex panther profile. Um, whatever it is, they typically don't get a lot of content before, you know, until they pay for whatever the thing is that they're paying for. So that bio should really be extremely persuasive, extremely uh, like strong sales copywriting. And bios and also profile pictures, because those are the things that they're seeing before they decide to spend money with you, are something that should be tested. So it's really interesting. I had a friend, a local friend to me, she had signed up for Sex Panther, got approved on the platform. And she's, you know, great looking girl, whatever. Her bio and her profile were okay, but she wasn't getting a lot of new contact ads. And I looked at her bio and her profile picture and I made suggestions of change it to a picture more like this and change your bio to something a little bit more fetishy speaking like this and test that instead. And her contact ads just from those changes doubled overnight. So what I would say that for those two things is test different profile pictures For one, because I think people forget to do that. They just pick their favorite picture of themselves, which isn't a great way to run it business-wise. Because a lot of the things we think look amazing on us or show off our best features, other people would disagree with. And ultimately, the market and the money should be the deciding factor if this is a business, not a hobby. But because the audience on Sex Panther is so fetish and kink, um, I guess, leaning, and it's not everyone. I would say it's a good percentage. It's not everyone, because I have both kinds. But when I changed my profile picture to you know, from a cute little girl next door lingerie style photo to a photo of me with leather and my hair wet and like slicked back, very dummy kind of vibe, my new client ads doubled. So definitely leaning to a more dummy profile, if that's within your brand as a creator or within what you want to do on Sex Panther, I would highly make that suggestion. And as your question for the bio specifically, I think good things to include in your bio are fast replies like the words, I reply fast or fast replies with an emoji. Um, Also, any kind of um, kinks that you cater to. So my thing on Sex Panther is I'm the world's biggest switch. So I can be dominating or I can be submissive and I say, pick your poison. So I would structure my bio to be a little bit fetish friendly if that's something you're open to. And then also whatever tags you chose on your profile. So like I have... um, tag i have um dom to egg fin dom tag things like that i will rework those into my bio just in case that's seo optimized and it'll bring more traffic my way so those would be my suggestions and as always you can you guys can all literally go to my profiles and see my bios and copy it and rework it for yourself like take what take whatever is publicly available for me and have at it um but i would definitely cater to a slightly fetishy audience that's within the things you naturally are open to offering and you know are aligned with your boundaries but that would be my advice for the bio for sure thank you um add one more question so when they're adding you as a
2: contact contact should we be messaging them or let them message us okay
0: so this is a big one I'm so glad you asked this question you had to message them as soon as they add you as a contact as quick as humanly possible and that for me is when you send the audio message for free so that first message back to them as soon as you get that contact add kind of like you just got the floodgates open now you're allowed to message this person you weren't able to message them before so i always message them i try to do it under a minute if i don't I, I definitely make sure i message under five minutes um with that free audio message with their username in it saying thanks for adding me i can't wait to get to know you what's your name or you could do what alice suggested what kind of things are you into because that open-ended question one is going to get them to reply and two, you're validating, you know, their their fear of maybe this isn't who I think it is, and you're just demolishing that fear altogether. So definitely reach out to them first.
2: Yes. Thank you for <laughs> those were the questions I had. Thank you for your answers. I'm gonna definitely follow. Oh,
0: appreciate it. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna jump back in here, guys. So now that we're kind of moving towards some of the strategy from the courses, we've kind of discussed some of them already. I think that there is a superpower that you can use on Sex Panther. And that is knowing how to re-engage the users. So this is something I think a lot of creators kind of fumble just because they're not sure how to get people who used to talk to you and maybe stop talking to you, how to get them to start talking to you again. So when you're active on Sox Panther, this is just gonna be something that happens. You know, users will come and go. They're gonna spend money. They're gonna stop replying when they got what they want. And it's really important to build up the tools to re-engage them into replying to you again. So how do we do this? The biggest tool, and I think that this is a strength that can be applied to most platforms as well, is taking phenomenal notes on your SP users. So here are the key things that I try to capture from my conversations with fans on Sex Panther that I know I can use this information later when I need to re-engage them and they're no longer actively replying. So first, I always try to get a first name, whether that's an honest first name or not, makes no difference to me as long as I get a first name that I'm using with them in conversation. And then I try to keep the notes active um around whatever they're sexually into kink wise whatever you know sexy things we've talked about or sexy um sexing sessions we've had around if there's a fetish involved a kink involved i always make note of those as well i keep notes on if they mention that they're married or single or if they volunteer information like that if they prefer messaging to audio calls or video calls i always keep notes on their preferred means of communication on the platform I keep notes on the job they do, if they do volunteer that information, which often they do. Um, And then there's a lot of things that you're going to just gather from conversations. Even if you think it's like kind of minuscule, maybe it's useless information. If there's any possible way you think you can use that information later, then I would put it in the notes. How do I use the information that I have on the notes for a user to re-engage them when they stop replying? So, first i'm going to text the user with their first name or the name that they provided me i'm likely going to mention a sexual thing that they're into and then maybe incorporate one or two other factors that i have in their notes so as an example let's say that the user's first name is john maybe this is the john doe username we're talking about earlier but in his notes i see that john likes humiliation he considers himself like a slave to me and i was role playing as his dom he's lightly into financial domination And things like that. So in his notes, maybe I also have that he worked as a manager of a restaurant. And maybe he had mentioned to me in passing that he gets paid on the 15th. A lot of fans will mention when they get paid when they are objecting to purchasing something from you. So they say, oh, I can't buy that custom right now. I don't get paid to the 15th. Or, oh, I can't unlock this message until next week. I don't get paid till XYZ date. So making a note of when they get paid can be really useful to engage them as well. How would I work this into a message to re-engage the user? So what I would do is say, for example, John, because that's his name, my pathetic little toy, because we know he's into humiliation. I'm in the mood to have you on your knees worshiping me this morning. Again, playing to his sexual fantasies on your knees. Then I'll say, we both know you get paid today. Tell me how you plan to serve your goddess. So in that single sentence, and that single message, we've covered his his name, a little bit of the kink season too. We know his payday and we've reestablished ourselves in a dominant position. So hopefully you're seeing how this information becomes super useful and to take note of it so that you can use it to re-engage the fan because the fan on the receiving end of this message is gonna think, wow, she remembers me two, three weeks later and she's thinking about me right now and she wants me to serve her out of all the people probably writing her. So these are really huge emotional triggers that can drastically increase the likelihood of a fan replying to you and becoming active again. And that is why it's so important to keep immaculate notes on your Sex Panther contacts. So it looks like, Bryn, we have a question. So I'm going to bring you up, Bryn. Hey, um, I have a question from a listener. Uh, the question is, I'm autistic, so I struggle with knowing how to end a conversation. Any tips? And how to end a conversation. Okay, for sure. So some of the things that I've done, like uh, Marilyn, again, men- mentioned that she can be up really late texting because if she can't sleep, she'll roll over and you know she's on her phone. So on the flip side of that, say it's really late and you have a new contact that just added you. You don't want to lose rapport with this new contact, but you do really need to get to bed. So that might be a situation where you need to know how to end a conversation, but leave the door open for future you know communication or future revenue to be made. So what I would do in those kinds of circumstances is I will tell the fan that hey, I'm actually on my way to bed right now, but if you let me text you first thing in the morning, I'll make sure I take care of that morning wood or something like that. So the best way to retain a fan in a situation like this is using retention building sentences. And another way to frame that in your mind is to foreshadow the good things to come when they respond to you next time or tomorrow or whatever it might be. So if you're foreshadowing the sexting session you'll have tomorrow, this fan could stay excited enough overnight to then re-engage the next day. So you could do things like, I'm on my way to bed, but I can't wait to do X, Y, and Z with you tomorrow. Or say if it was a slave situation or, or you're in a dominant position because it is a you know, king-friendly site, you could say something along the lines of, if you're really as subservient as you say you are, you'll wake up at this time tomorrow and message me. You could do something al- along those lines. So it really comes down to making sure you leave the door open to continue later, but making sure you also establish and commit to the boundary of the conversation ends here. And I think that that can be done in ways that is productive, kind of like how I suggested. So I hope that helps. Looks like Marilyn is here. So I want to bring her up in case she has another um, approach to that. Hey, Marilyn. I, I was just going to say, um, speaking on
2: that, when I can't sleep and I'm texting. Um, I just wear them out, you know. Even if I send just a quick little response, just keeping them going, I'll even pop onto Google and I'll write, you know, um, give me some or AI, give me some sick or not AI, but uh, Google some sexy, you know, cougar talk, whatever. And the person on the other end, I mean, he'll keep going back and forth. And when they're done, they'll just they'll just slide off. But also another trick I wanted to mention that I noticed on on your, um, when you're going back and forth, if you look at the very top in the middle screen, you can see how many credits the person has or if they Mm have them hidden. So that gives you a good idea. You know, if somebody's got 25 cents in there, then you're like, okay, you know, you can kind of make a, you know, okay, baby, you know, small talk. And they will answer back. You can do like a short little quick sentence like, Sit, boy, sit. And they're like, okay. And then they'll just reply something back. And then when they're done, they'll just slide off. Or, you know, like you said, you can keep an eye on the money marker. And if, if someone has it hidden, then obviously you don't know what they have. But a majority of the people that I have, and it's not very many because I just started, like I said, April 1st, um, a majority of them do have visual where you can see um, as the creator how much credits that person has. So again, those are kind of like deja vu from. You know, doing camming when everybody and their brother was asking you to do something, and then they're like, "There's two tokens." I'm like, "Uh, I, okay." You know, like two tokens is like insulting. It's like a penny, so, yeah. uh, so you know, at least this way you're 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 getting paid. It's like a. I don't know my phone jeans. I feel like I'm in Vegas near the slots. So you know, just you can milk it, go for it, because they'll they'll slide off on their own. Yes,
0: that's very my issue. That's bending <laughs> two sets. No, I, I just love never that. <laughs> love that. Awesome. Um, friend, looks like you have one more question. Feel free to come up. Yes. Um, listener question. Uh, how does Sex Panther work for models who don't want to show your face? That is a great question. So, for that one, it's hard for me to speak to you because I am not a faceless model. But I would assume that if you didn't want to show your face, there could be. A way around it once you're past the verification process obviously to verify you're going to need to show your id show you know your your legal information all of the regular um proving your age verification type stuff but beyond that i wouldn't know how to answer that question but i do see creators on the platform that their profile picture is just their body or their you know things like that which would me would signify to me that they're likely a no face creator um i would I would have to email Sex Panther to be sure. I'm sure that there's room for creators like that because again, I see those kind of profiles that signify to me that they're likely a no-face creator, but I just, it's not something I'm experiencing enough to kind of speak to. I can do some digging though and try to, if you can take down their their DM or their Twitter name and we can message them privately too once I find out more. I want to give a better response to that, but I also don't want to speak to something I'm not entirely sure of. Sometimes you just don't know, guys. (laughs) I don't want to mislead anyone. Okay, so let me hop back in here. So in this last section, I do want to touch on how powerful the groups feature on Sex Panthers can be. So when you're in your messages area and you look kind of to the right side of your messages where your notes on a user are, there's also a tab that says groups. And on this tab, you can create specific groups and mass message only those specific groups of users. So you can use this feature however you'd like and however you'd like to group users. So here's just a simple tip um, on an easy way to use this group feature that I think is really useful and really powerful. So when you're getting that info from fans and you're essentially asking, you know, do you prefer messaging? Do you prefer audio calls? Do you prefer video calls? I do this as a way to organize my users who like audio calls into one group and who like video calls into another group. You don't typically have to put sexters in a group because those sexters are already messaging you. However, this is useful because when you start taking, you know, calls for the day, say it's audio calls, you can mass message just the group of users who like audio calls and let them know, hey, my audio calls are turned on, I'm taking calls right now. The same goes for the users who like video calls. You can mass message your video call group only and let them know, hey, I have the video calls feature turned on. So making these groups can be really, really useful as a way to contact and target the specific kind of fan you're looking for so on the first of the month for example april 1st i was you know in the middle of other stuff so i didn't get to capitalize this on this but usually the first of the month is when i go my absolute hardest on sex panther because it gets your ranking up the higher you rank the better trending you are on the platform the more traffic gets kind of funneled your direction because you're already capitalizing on things so just just a little side tip always go hard on the first just like with any campsite really but when you have these groups set up, depending on what kind of you know creator you are, what kind of kinks or fetishes you cater to or what kind of content you make, you can set up groups like doms. Maybe you have a group of fans that are very dominant and they want you to be submissive to them. You can set up a group for subs or submissives. Maybe those are the fans that want you to be dominant at them and they want to be submissive for you. You can make groups around certain kinks, etc., so that when you are trying to target the fan, you can speak directly to the emotional trigger of why they're on the platform to begin with. And emotional triggers are gonna get you the best results, hands down, bar none, every time. So notes and then grouping those fans is gonna go a long way for being really, really optimized on Sex Panther. So if you have any questions about this, again, you're more than welcome to come up and ask. I'm gonna open everything up for just regular conversation here. We're already running. I don't know how these things get so long. It's wild to me. Um, Yeah, Bryn, you can come on up i got another question um can you set up automatic messages uh for people who add you you cannot and there's a reason for this i asked this um directly to sex panther when i was doing their courses we we're talking about features um in full transparency i do um, consulting for sex panther as they're one of sex Rick CEO's sponsors so in exchange for sponsorship i can consult with them and help guide them on like features creators really want and what would be useful for us and how to really improve the platform for the creator, you know, community. But one of the things I had brought up to them was like, oh, if we could auto reply to a new contact with say a pre pre-made message, that would probably increase the turnaround because the fans getting engaged, boom, instantly right off the bat. And then they ha- kind of reframe this to me on why this is not a good idea. And this is very true. And I, I was not seeing the full picture. So I do wanna explain their take on this because I believe that it's the right take is that when a fan auto you know, adds you to contacts and they instantly get a message or reply, a texted message, because obviously you couldn't send an auto-reply audio message. And if you could, it would be general. It wouldn't be personalized with the user. Same with the video. So if they got a, a text message, instantly replied to them, and then say what these users typically do. So we want to consider the user experience. They're adding you to contacts. They're adding the next girl they like to contact. they adding someone else to contacts. It's free to add us to contacts. So if they started doing that and they were automatically getting these auto responses immediately, they already lose faith in the trust and legitimacy of the platform. So I think it's really important when we're thinking about features we want as creators to also on the flip side, think about the fan and the user experience. Because if fans don't like the platform, they also are not going to use the platform and engage with us. So both parts are equally as important. And when I had originally suggested that exact feature... I was met with that response and i'm like you know what you're right i am too zoned in and i'm not considering the fan experience so they made the right call on that so these are really important things to consider that's a fantastic question um and i i think when we reply with that audio message or per Marilyn's suggestion that video clip for free when they first add us that's why it goes such a long way because it immediately takes the is this real out of the equation and really solidifies the rapport with the fan all right miss cameron let me bring you up you are active to speak. So quick question is, do you absolutely have to respond to somebody in order to keep your money or will they get refunded if you don't? So do you mean like new contact adds you, writes you one thing and you don't respond? Is that what you mean? Yeah. So whenever they message you, that money should be spent. So whether you respond or not, but also if you're not providing like responses, if you're not active on the platform, you're going to see that kind of snowball in terms of new contact ads because you have to keep in mind too like sex panther as a platform on your profile it says when you were last active or when you're recently active and that doesn't mean that you open the app or that you have the website up or that you're moving your mouse on desktop and the website's open it means you're actively responding to fans so that activity level is going to be a deterrent for fans looking to add creators if they're in the mood to spend money if you aren't actually active so just keep that in mind but know once they've messaged you that money should be banked to you cool thank you of course while we wait for people to keep requesting i'm just going to speak and mention a few closing remarks as we start to wind things down so one i really again want to thank you guys all for the great comments and feedback that we've gotten on sex Panther so far on our courses on our youtube channel both publicly and privately because it's been really amazing to see you know the tweets talking about earning 100 plus a day on the platform for creators who really haven't hit those numbers before and just watching these results come in that's literally why, you know, we do what we do because it's really amazing to see the education we put out, we put into practice and actually help creators. Uh, I do want to mention we have a lot of great courses coming up in the next few weeks and months, including a course about a new platform that's uh, going to help you generate new subscribers to your fan sites. Really excited about that one. Another course around AI solutions for your creator business. I've kind of waited to put these out because I'm wanting to see where the practical applications of AR as or AI is for an adult creator. Some platforms, you know, were very adult creator friendly to begin with, and now terms of service have changed. So I kind of want to let the dust settle before I put out courses on that because I'd hate to make an entire course around a tool that isn't actually available to us. So aside from those, I'm also going to put out a course on how you can track your free trials and see how much money those free trial users actually make you. This is something I've tweeted a little bit about in passing, and I think it's really, really important to know that on occasion, if done correctly, Doing things for free, like free trials, can really earn you a lot of revenue in return. So again, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please make sure you do. It's youtube.com forward slash SWCEO. And make sure to turn on notifications so you never miss a new course. Lastly, but most importantly, I want to emphasize that all of the information we put out on Sex Rick CEO, we put out for free because we believe in the idea that more financially successful creators are that the more resources we will have as a community to do things like lobby Congress, impact policy, organize, and more? So if you find value in the content you heard here today or in the tweets you've engaged with, please, please, please consider sharing it to make your journey easier for your own adult creator friends. And then our only ask, of course, is that you retweet our stuff so we can help as many creators as humanly possible. So thank you so much in advance. Join us next week, all about drum roll, please how and why you should have a YouTube channel and how to position it to feed your adult business and where to get started. So whether you have a YouTube channel already or you don't have one at all, or you have no idea what you'd even start a channel about, you do have one major advantage to everyone else who is not you, and that is that you know how to produce video content. And I will see you there, CEO Squad. Thank you so much for listening. It would be absolutely incredible If you rated this podcast five stars and left a little review, we want to get this podcast to as many adult creators as possible and you taking a second to leave a couple stars in a review really helps us do that. Thanks so much.
1: Who misses free and affordable ads without the anti-sex work rhetoric? Assembly Four is a team of sex workers and technologists from Melbourne, Australia, aiming to bring back free and fair advertising to the sex work community. They also give back to organizations based in harm reduction, sex work, and education. Stepping away from the clunky design of traditional platforms, their platform Tris.link is a refreshing and well-needed change in both presentation and mission. It's free to join and open to all. In the words of an A4 user, from the policies to the language to the advice and tips it makes such a big difference to feel supported and encouraged instead of policed